1: Since we're doing a noir, I'm gonna make it a little bit jazzy.
2: Now gather out my children into an alternate plane where the story isn't canon but the bullshit's still the same where our heroes are still heroes they're the same old reckless guys but they've got themselves an office and they're now all privatized our story's just beginning our adventure never ends the saga of the heroes and we call the dragon friends now the gang are all in water deep where murder counts as games where red herrings on the Menu and it's served by saucy dames. Here, yeah, the color scheme is noirish and the bum rap always sticks. Will our heroes fare much better now that they're all private dicks? Our story's just beginning, our adventure never ends. The saga of the heroes that we call the dragon friends. The saga of the heroes that we call.
1: A fetid laneway. In a fetid laneway in one of the more dangerous areas of Waterdeep, above a shop that sells knives, you find... <laughs> just That's good. Can't <laughs> kind of ruin the flow there a little bit, Simon. <laughs> above a shop that sells knives, you will find the offices of Pancakes, Indrirovich, Filge and Frizo Person. That's Frizo I gave him a last name.
3: That's... Like
4: Chris
1: Christopherson. Yeah, he's Friso <laughs> all right okay, Am it.
0: I
3: Filge Filgerson?
1: You're Filge Frizo <laughs> which is confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Private detectives. Now, business for our four adventurous turned PIs has since they opened up their shop earlier this summer been slow and they've only barely been able to pay the rent with a few meagre cases. Um, There was that time that you tracked down an inept blackmailer, uh, when you ran surveillance for a crooked bookmaker, and when Filge found a missing cat um, and then wouldn't give it back to the owner because it was so pretty.
3: Bluebird (laughs) is the name of the cat.
1: The the cat, whose name is Nate Bluebird, is (laughs) currently rubbing itself against the enormous calves of a very, very sweaty ogre who sits at a tiny desk... Um, opposite three-quarters. I'm quarters. Not an
3: ogre, I'm an orc.
1: No, that's a different character. Okay, got yeah. it.
3: Keep it up, Dave. <laughs> okay. I I'm a half-orc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this
1: is, and this is a sweaty ogre in a very cheap suit who is sitting um, opposite three quarters of this detective firm. Frizo being having been missing for several days now. Well, not not so much missing as he's locked himself in a toilet. And business has been much better. So, <laughs> I think that's the fiction we're going to go with. Yeah, you know how to get him out, but you're just letting him you, think about his choices for a you while. You chose not to. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yep, so, so um, awkwardly, the ogre sits staring at you and you feel uh, heaviness in your stomachs. Now, he is sweating not just because of the heat wave that besieges Waterdeep, but because two weeks ago he asked for your help. Um, he asked you to discover whether his wife of over 90 years was being unfaithful. And the results of your investigation are now in a manila envelope in front of you. And you know, without looking in this, because you assembled it in this oppressive, stuffy room that he's not going to like the answer. For inside this envelope is a sign, written statements, affidavits from innkeepers, uh, gin joint owners and general water-deep busybodies answering the question in emphatic and almost pornographic detail. <laughs> and you have to decide what you are going to tell the Martin, for this is the ogre's name.
3: Mm. Martin. Oh! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Martin, I'd just like to say...
2: That you have a very beautiful wife, <laughs> <laughs> and that you know, marriages, is, is, uh, relationships are tough, and a marriage of ninety years is, uh, you know, oh, a, a not,
4: fi- not me and Cynthia. Oh, ever since the day we met, smooth sailing it's been. Not one argument. Oh, <laughs> unless you count who loves her more. Wait, no. <laughs> Who loves the other one more?
2: I got them confused. Well, we've been doing some surveillance. That means looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it was really
4: just a formality. I just wanted to sort of make sure you hear things round the trap, a peace of mind and all that.
0: Anyway. <laughs> I thought I'd get it framed. <laughs> so, what does it say? And Bobby? He, and he turns to Bobby and like, he's like... <laughs>
4: Um, sir, listen. She's beautiful. <laughs> Some might say too beautiful. Some might say too adventurous. Some might say dishonest. I'm sorry to t- to tell you this, but, um, your, uh, wife is... Beautiful. She- <laughs> If beautiful was a way of saying that she's cheating on you, then yes, she is the most beautiful woman in the world. She has been the most beautiful world, uh, woman in the world uh, in Waterdeep, uh, various satellite villages around Waterdeep, uh, one time down at the docks. Uh, she has been beautiful uh, with many men.
0: OK, so Martin, um, like, something happens to his face where he doesn't—he kind of loses control of his, his facial expressions... And he kind of starts laughing and starts, like, that turns to crying for a bit. And then it goes back to
1: laughing. And
0: he's like, that was a very funny joke that you just said. And you can see
1: his, his massive hands are balling into fists. I'd, I'd, I'd In pull, fact, and he's holding the edge of the desk and it starts to splinter and
0: crack. Uh, I pour him okay. a drink
4: and I go, Martin, drink this. You'll feel better.
0: Uh, he picks up the tiny glass with his hand and tries to regain composure. Can I do a, um, a constitution saving throw? I guess. Against what?
1: I don't know what you're doing there. <laughs> Is Are it a composure t- saving throw? Yeah, I'm trying to get... We're going... Oh, no, no, why don't yeah, you just do... Um, willpower. Yeah, right? willpower saving throw to not shatter the glass. So DC 12. There's right? a
0: seven, so the glass shatters in his hands <laughs> and, okay. the, and, and the th- pain th- of the splinters makes it
1: worse.
3: Phil leaps into action. She's like, here, let me get this. And then I open the manila folder and I... Grab photos and I wrap them around his hand <laughs> to stop the bleeding. Okay, these are again, these are these, these are highly expletive photos. Photos, yeah, yeah.
4: photos. Yes, Where well, they're very
0: quickly etched etchings. They're etchings. Yeah. They're etchings. Okay, so, so you're wrapping the
3: yeah as bandages. I'm like, here, this make you feel better, <laughs> yeah. and I wrap I wrap them so all I'm looking
0: around at, him. I'm looking at my wife. Having sex with somebody yeah, while my like own a... blood seeps through. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Is that,
3: is that... It's like a paper mache of okay. Um, betrayal. Okay,
1: I, I hit Filge as hard yeah, as I, I can in the that's despair, face. That's fair, right? Um, that will throw oh, you good in. That will throw you into combat, so... Um,
3: in the face?
1: No, right, yeah, you're punching, so go... You, this is a surprise round because Filge thought she was helping. <laughs> so that's a 13 plus 4 is 17. That's going to hit you, Filge. Your armor class is 15, so you just got punched... Um, some Ooh. would say fairly for six hit points. And Bobby, it's up to you to defuse this now tense situation.
4: Um, I am. Um, what's he wearing? A, a cheap a suit. A cheap suit and a little rumpled hat. Um, so I, like, clamber up his front and grab his tie and, like, pull it tight on his neck. And I say, easy there, buddy. <laughs> I like he's a horsey.
1: I I, I feel like... (laughs) I say,
4: whoa! And I dig my heels into the back of his neck. Okay, uh, dexterity check. Uh, Two. two. All right.
1: (laughs) So um, suddenly Bobby lunges over the table and grabs at the ogre's tie and yanks it down, trying to get up, but the effect is that it just causes the ogre to go face-first into the manila envelope, so that now his face is just staring at a double spread of etchings. Uh, next up is you, Baston. I would like to make an
2: attack roll to just very gently just smooth his hair
1: <laughs> so He just
3: punched me in the face
2: <laughs> and I am trying to defuse the situation.
1: Make a charisma check. Go it's uh, going to be hard. this is uh, I'm, I, you, you... It's,
2: it's a seven. <laughs> Seven, it was a seven. It was a seven. It looks, I mean, you looks could... like a one to me. No, but it's they look very similar. They're both just one. It was it,
1: it's they're next they're adjacent. Either one fails, so <laughs> correct. you don't have his he's not he's not buying it, and filge you're up next. Oh. Oh.
3: Filge grabs um like gives him a super wedgie behind his like ogre pantaloons or whatever he wears. Do ogres yeah. wear pants? This one does. Yep. And then she swings him back, like picks up, swings him back, and throws him through the closed door. Shouting, you should have been a better lover! <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. Strength check. And some real talk in there as well. So Is there
3: a real talk check? Um I got a fifteen on my old D20.
1: Okay, do you know what? You you grab him and you throw oh, plus him four. you throw him through the door. You forget, of course, that there is a stairs directly from the door, so he tumbles <laughs> down the stairs yes. as well and takes I would say quite a bit of damage from that. Let's say, let's call that he takes yeah, you know what? He takes eight hit points of damage, and at the foot of the stairs, you can just hear a sort of voice call up to you. Oh. I yell down,
4: we'll send you an invoice. <laughs>
1: you forgot your photos. <laughs> As the um, distraught husband picks himself up and wanders away, you see in the space, and yeah, that was. You tre- treated him pretty roughly, to but be, he be honest. Him he punched him roughly, roughly in the, in the, the face. face. Yeah. We take care of our own. Yeah. Well, as he leaves the doorway, uh, a space is revealed, and through the shimmer of the heat wave, you can see a small dwarven woman in a cheap, uh, faded but once expensive, in fact, red coat with huge, thick milk-bottle-style glasses who is clutching a green purse looking up the stairs towards you, horrified, frankly, at what she's just seen. Yeah, she's like she, like, glances at the... And she's, like... Client of
0: yours?
4: And we say, yes. <laughs> this is a detective agency, right? Uh, yes, we are a detective agency. Uh, please. Uh, my name's Bobby Pancakes. Uh, this is Filge, and this is our associate, Baston. Can I offer you a refreshment?
0: <laughs> Just water's fine, please. And she totters up the stairs. This heat! She says. Tell me about it. I will! Oh, it's so hot! <laughs>
1: Go, that, that, that's all I have to say.
2: Oh, I was waiting for you
1: to tell me about it. <laughs> uh, she takes off her coat and she sits down. Why is she wearing a coat in the heat? I, I, I'm not very smart. <laughs> <laughs> and she introduces herself as Dolores Fungbunger. Um, <laughs> Sorry, what? Dolores Fungbunger. Yeah. I'd like to hear her say that in her own voice. My name is Dolores Fungbunger. <laughs> all
0: right. How do you do? Look, I'm going to be very upfront with you people. I don't have a lot of money. But I have enough. I've been scrimping and I've been saving for a rainy day. And let me say, it just started raining.
3: Oh, that should be good for heat. Wait, yeah,
0: is it raining outside? No, the, the, I was like, they're saying... You're very literal people. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you get used to it.
0: It's, it's my brother. Melvin. Melvin Fungbonger. He's been missing for three days and it's not like him. He went to work in the morning three days ago and I said goodbye and he said goodbye. I remember it distinctly. Does he have any hobbies? Uh, No, he mainly keeps to himself. He likes to work and then when he comes home, we might have a little glass of something. How was your day? How was your day? Play some cards, go to bed. So So you live with your brother? I do, we're very close. (laughs) <laughs> don't be like that. <laughs> um, what does he do for work? Oh, he, he works at a fancy joint downtown. It's called... Um, Mistlethwaite. It's called Misselthwaite. You may have heard of it. They sell
1: antiques and mystical objects and whatnot. Actually, Bobby, why don't you just quickly make an intelligence saving throw? You're from Waterdeep. Uh, yep. Yep. Was that 11? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that, no, that's, yeah, that's good enough. So, Mistlethwaite's, is, you know, is actually a quite upmarket um, chain of magical jewellery and sort of trinkets uh, store. They tend to work with all the major artificer and tinker guilds, and they are also a major hub of trading all throughout Faerun of magical developed urban artefacts.
0: And I don't want you to get the wrong idea. He's not a big shot there. He does little menial things here and there. He might polish a cabinet... Or, or sweep up a floor, uh, but but he's very good. When did you murder him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Here's your
5: water.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank thank you. <laughs> I, I I didn't murder you him. You have to understand, everyone is a suspect. <laughs> <laughs> I I understand that. I, I I haven't seen him in three days, let alone murdered him.
2: Hmm. Mm. Mm. What's mm. your game here, Eden? Just being suspicious. <laughs> okay. Yep, Baston. That it tends. He thinks that in situations like this, it pays to
1: be suspicious.
3: Um, can Filch have a typewriter?
1: Yes, Filch Yes,
4: Phil has a typewriter.
3: It's not going to use it. I just want to know that she has one. Yep, you
4: have one. Well, listen honestly. In these sort of situations, tap 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 tap. In <these laughs> <little laughs> situation,
0: noisily making notes. But she has it like this, like you know how um you know how boomers type? She's like <laughs> <laughs> Oh
3: yeah, the tapping she's making that with her mouth. Yeah. Let's be clear. Yeah, she's like a tap, a tap, a tap, a tap, a tap <laughs> Yes.
4: In cases such as these Usually the uh, missing person comes back within a day or so. Uh, three days isn't unusual. He's probably on a bender. That's
0: the thing. He's not like that. Not Melvin. Melvin's always home. He's very, very careful. If he's not home, there's something wrong. All
2: right, Mrs. Gump Thumper.
0: It's Fung Bunger. Fung
2: Bunger will
0: take your Dol- case. Dolores Fung Bunger.
2: Gump Thumper it is. <laughs> Where can we find you if we find him? Because otherwise, if we find him, then we'll just have him here and we'll have no way of contacting you.
0: Very good.
3: We can strap him to Tree. <laughs> you can check Tree every day and if he on Tree, you know we found him.
1: She writes an address down which is in one it's of a, the... It's, she's actually in Gumboot Lane, which is... Part of the more adorable uh, gnome district of Waterdeep. So it's. it's What's it called? Gumboot Lane. That's very cute. cute. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sort of indigent population.
4: But she's a dwarf living in the gnome she's an, section. She's, oh, is she a dwarf or a gnome?
1: Um, is she, uh, Dolores? She's a dwarf. Sorry, I'm sorry that was incredibly culturally insensitive of I me. Mean. Yeah. <laughs> she so she lives in an Anorak Way,
4: which is part of the Dwarf district. Uh, why mm. is it so ghettoized in what I did? Yeah. We're yeah. a very racist people.
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit of gentrification though, like you're starting to see a few gumboot lane cafes popping up in the Anorak way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah
1: okay. It, where's the humans move in and everything just goes to shit and all the great eating disappears? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> now, look, I wish I could give you more information, but all I can say is that I, I knew he went to two places home and work, and he's not at home.
3: He's you checked work?
0: <laughs> I, I, I assume he hasn't been at work for three
3: days. We don't assume in this business. You know what they
4: say about assuming?
1: What do they say? It's better to be
4: suspicious.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you take the case? Yeah, we'll take it. She pays you a pitiful five silver pieces, swearing up and down that it is all that she can afford.
3: Hey, lady, if we find Melvin, we get to pick anything in antique store. Deal? (laughs) (laughs) But that's not how... (laughs) That's
0: Deal. how it was. Okay, and she knows that that's nothing that can be enforced, but she wants her brother back. So she says, yeah, go, of course, yeah.
3: And we nod <laughs> happily to each other.
1: Great, so you have your first lead, which is obviously Misslethwaites. it sounds like. I'm trying yeah. to interpret what you guys are saying. So you head downstairs, and Misslethwaites, as you know, is in Uptown, and it's a quick journey there. Even in this heat, it won't take you very long. However... As you step out into the square, underneath the knife store, you see a familiar wretched sight, which is a... Freezo. Inips- <laughs> no, no, you actually just hear tapping on the door as you sort of leave. Um, I don't think he heard very much of what was going on, and he's worried and scared now, and he's been in the, in that bathroom for a few days.
3: Um, I put a slice of bread under the door and keep walking.
1: He doesn't deserve that. So... <laughs> As you are on the in the square, you see a wretched sight of a ridiculously cheerful street urchin in ragged clothes, under a huge floppy felt cap with a feather that is broken in two different places, um, and he. Oh, it's like kung kung. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> also, I'm imagining a sea urchin. <laughs> Um, and he looks up at you as you pass. You recognise this as Bucky Bingo, um, <laughs> which you're not sure if that's his name, but that's what you've been calling him. And he lives in the square. Hey, Bucky, what's the news?
3: I go back and um, I open the door very in a very small way, the, the door where Friso is, and I grab the piece of bread out of Friso's hand and I close it again and then I go and I give the um, remains of the bread and to, to play to,
1: to play that recently breaded street urchin please welcome to the stage um nick mason Woo.
0: Woo. <laughs> hello mate
3: Mason.
6: oh my god bread <laughs> god f- f- fellas thanks so much fellas <laughs> oh I haven't had bread in days. Hey, Mister Pancakes, Mister Pancakes, I found the key. I found the key that's locking Friezo in the in the toilet. <laughs> uh, Miss Mister Pancakes, I saw you outside. You were, you were near the sewer grate and you threw it. You threw it. You threw it. You, threw it <laughs> Actually, you dropped it down the sewer grate. I and said,
4: I, thanks, and 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 Bucket. Give it here. Thanks.
6: No, no, but, but <laughs> I, I, it took me so long to find it. I had
3: to. I had to find the find the outflow to the sewer grate. And I had to swim through for hours and hours, great, but I that's found great. it. I purse his lips together with my hands and say, you already got your (laughs) bread.
1: So as you know... um, Don't don't touch him. If you touch street urchins, they bond with you.
5: (laughs) So as
0: you know, since you started your detective agency uh, earlier in the summer, Bucky
1: Bingo has been uh, hounding... Why why am I DMing all of a sudden? Sorry, go. (laughs) Um, No, so yeah, Bucky Bingo has formed an attachment to the three of you, sensing something... Um, He sees in you that he hopes to one day see in himself. God only knows what. Having a house? (laughs) Having a complete
2: unbroken feather in one's hand.
3: Oh, a feather. i tell you
2: what, Bingo. That fucking feather pisses me off. (laughs) Every time I see your broken fucking feather, I think... Fucking Bucky Bingo, better fix that fucking
0: feather. But it looks, it's it, it's so unique. Shut up! It's so unique. Oh baston!
4: <sighs> he's Bucky such human? a rogue.
1: I love him. Is Bucky, Bucky,
0: is, Bucky is human, yes.
4: Oh, a human boy. Bucky is
1: about is about nine years old. He's human. He's poor. He's filthy. He has a cough and, and a,
3: a very big beard. And, a,
1: <laughs> and he's a bit taller than Bobby. Since you started the detective agency, he has been hounding you for a job. He wants to work. He wants to become a detective one day, and he wants to work for your agency. And every time you see him, he's asking you for work. He's asking if he can help, if he can be your eyes on the street.
6: I know the streets, guys. I know the I know the streets. I was down in the city square. I was down in the city square. So I saw a kobold. He was he was he was grabbing some apples. He was putting them in his pockets. And I thought, what what would the dragon friends do? And I said, hey, 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 buddy, those don't belong to you. You you, you, you get out of here. And, and he he, he said, "Fire to the apple cart," but, but I, he, I, know, I know he ain't coming back. So I got, I got, the, I got the stuff you need, guys. That is what the
4: Dragon Friends would do. So that's, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's actually. Fire, we're yeah. very
3: impressed. Mm. We look at each other, and go. Mm.
4: Hey, so uh, if you're the eyes on the street, you know a guy called Melvin Fungbung?
6: <laughs> <laughs> well, I know he, he works down at he works down Nis- but uh, I don't think they've seen him for a couple of days. Maybe look, I can show you where that is. I know all these
1: streets. We live
3: here. Yeah, but
1: you've only been here for a few days, and you're all, all right. very a few months. But yeah, yeah, you're very bad at it. Me all right, Bubby, you know the place. You know what a do.
6: I've been here my whole life since I since I was found in a basket.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, Bucky Bingo, you can accompany us on one condition.
6: Anything I'll do it for anything for you, baston. Carry my parasol. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're very tall, and I'd have to. That's not my problem. You're right. It's my problem. I'll take it.
2: All right. And he pops it. Baston pops his parasol up and hands it to Bucky Bingo and then bends down to get
5: underneath.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I d- I, I, it, my feather's getting away a little. I'd have to, I'd have to throw away my beloved well, broken look, feather. Well,
2: look, if you do... Hmm. <laughs> Listen. Keep it for now and if you do well, I'll give you a whole feather. <sighs>
6: from a feather. seagull. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: finest bird I've ever seen on these streets. All right, so <laughs> you're taking the, the, the orphan with you? Yes, I yes. guess so. All right, so he's skipping and hopping ahead of you, which is making it very difficult for you, Baston, to stay under the but parasol. But I'm not
2: getting sunburned.
1: <laughs> you make your way up um, to up towards Uptown, and you soon find yourselves outside of Misselthwaite's, which is guarded by a sort of... Quite bored-looking security guard, an elven security guard, and (laughs)
3: is
1: that the voice? That was the ogre, actually, just walking past. (laughs) How's he
0: doing? Did he
3: see us and just like jumped out of the way?
0: He 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 doesn't see you. He's deep in thought and he's like
1: really grappling with some shit.
3: Did he get back with his wife?
1: Uh, You don't know that from looking at him. Yeah. (laughs) You see an elvish security guard, and the otherwise it looks like it's closed for business at the moment. It's quite early in the morning still.
3: Well, let's go back to the office. Yeah,
1: <laughs> nothing we can do about it here. Wait,
2: it pays to be suspicious. No. And if
3: I'm suspicious
2: correctly, an elf is a strange choice for a security
0: guard. Much too skinny. Uh, the elf hears this, <laughs> and um, without saying anything, puts you in a headlock. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> a powerful headlock. Surrender. <laughs> and then he twists your arm, and it hurts quite a lot. Oh, <laughs> hey, man, why?
6: Keep, keep, keep your stinking paws off, Mr. Baston! Keep him off! I get the—I I take a swing at it with the parasol. God, that's a very <laughs> valuable parasol. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I'm committed to the—I'm committed to the swing. I'm sorry, Mr. Baston. Right. So you're—you're you're attacking the security guard. Yes. The elf
0: like drops Baston and like stands
1: upright and just looks at Bucky. Um, it's a five. It's that you miss and swing adorably and wild.
4: <laughs> um, is he doing oh, down I he... go! <coughs> Does he do the thing where he puts his hand on Bucky's head and Bucky's like swinging but he can't reach because his arms <laughs> are too short? No, he turns his hand like that and it starts to glow
0: <laughs> 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 with, a, with a terrifying and dark energy.
4: <laughs> has, the, has the elf said anything yet? He hasn't said a single thing. Let's see where this goes. Yeah,
3: <laughs> All I'm right. interested in this energy. You're not going to step in. I'm going to. Can I grab the parasol and poke the ball of dark energy? You can try. I'd do uh. that.
1: Ben, you've started this entire <laughs> diversion. All right, what happens, Ben?
3: Uh, I'm like I poke,
1: poke, poke, poke. All right, no, I'm going to make you go into combat. So uh, the first one up is the 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 elf starts casting the spell, which is this one here, and the. Filge You're not Your initiative I've got pre-prepared Initiative orders Which I always use So Bobby You're going to go up first
4: What do you want to do Um, I am going to use um, My Cunning to come up with a plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, was a lot, it was a
1: story? lot. <laughs> it was a lot of drinks. What's that? It was a lot of drinks in it's Creek last night. Yeah. Uh,
4: um, I what I do is I use uh, Mage Hand to slap him across the face to distract him. <laughs> okay, so you're just going to attack him. Yep.
1: All right, you've got Mage Hand because you're an arcane trickster, so you don't need to. No, you don't need to okay. roll for that. That's fine. You're not trying to do anything dexterous. So you grab his attention and now he's distracted. Um, next up is you, Baston. I'm going to punch him in the face. <laughs> All right, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Pew, pew. 14. 14 plus, that that will do it. All right, so you hit him, but just with your hand, so that's three points of damage. Yeah. Next up is you, Bucky Bingo. Oh, uh, let's see. I have a stick. Yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to take a swing with a stick. All right. 19. 19 will do it. That's actually, you're doing better than the others. Minus one, however, because you have no strength. So that's only (laughs) three hit points of damage. And Phil, you're up.
3: Um, I'm going to grab my grappling hook. Okay. Jesus. That's like a hook on a rope, right? Yes. Yeah, good. Um, And I'm going to, like, lasso it around his hand that has the spell... And, like, lasso it to the doorway. Okay, he's
1: distracted, so you might be able to do something like this. I'm going to so grapple it. Grapple it to the doorway. Essentially, this is a grapple. Um, so I want essentially, you to... yes. <laughs> so what I want you to do is quickly make a strength check for me.
3: Yep. Um, so that's an eight.
1: Okay. Um, so that's not going to do it. He's pushed back and the spell fizzles, but he easily evades your clumsy paws and slams into the door. And as he slams into it, it... Flies ajar, and you see a figure, very, very thin, with a kind of irritating beard. Like it's, it's shaved in a really obnoxious way. You know, like people <laughs> like that, a neck beard. No, it's like. Oh, it's like too intricate. It's, it's Wait, like it's like hung, that Hunger Games guy. It's, oh, Like much. a
4: magician.
6: Yeah, like a magician. Yeah. He looks okay. like a magician. Oh, yeah. Ugh, yuck. Have you based a character on me from a couple of
1: years ago? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. And he frowns at you and the guards. And sweeps you all with an imperious glance.
0: Oh,
2: what?
1: No one looks at Baston imperiously. Stop that. <laughs> Stop it.
0: It's, what are you. Please, we're, we're, we're closed. Okay, we're, no,
1: not very imperious at all, it turns out. But go on.
0: We're closed. Please. We're, it's, it's been a. I put a guard out the front for this very reason. So we're
4: here on official business. We're here on a very important matter. So if you'll let us in, uh, we have some things to discuss with you.
6: Let us in. Let the dragon friends in, all of us. (laughs) (laughs) All (laughs) us dragon friends. Come on, man.
4: Yes, and also let in Bucky.
6: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that too.
4: Um, He, like,
0: kind of shrugs his shoulders and is like... Sorry, he, like, crestfallen. He's like, Jeremy, let them in. It's fine. And... Jeremy,
1: the elf who has never said a word, no, just nods and then leaves, closes the door behind him. All right, so you find yourselves inside Misselthwaite's, which is clearly getting ready to open. There are sort of scribes and cleaners moving about, and they'll be probably open in about an hour's time. This character leads you into the back rooms, into his own office, opens, um, pulls out a key, opens it, and brings you inside. Guys, look
0: I, I really do want to help you but I you need to be very very quick. I've got to open the the shop. Um when did
2: you murder Fung Bunger? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, is this about is this about Fung Bunger? Is it? Have you found him? Have you? <laughs> well, I saw him 3 days ago when he came to work.
3: I grab a glass from like a a glass from his shelf and yep. I just smash it on the ground just wow. to get his attention.
0: Is that like
1: Sorry, is that stock? Yeah. Okay.
0: So no, it's like,
3: no, it's like, it's like his, it's something... It's his office. It's, his it's a office. really nice
1: crystal tumbler yeah. and it's just smashed.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's my dad's! <laughs> I say, not anymore. Your dad next if you don't answer our questions.
0: <laughs> this feels really illegal.
4: I, I say, hey... Listen buddy, like you really don't want to get her angry. I am um, a good cop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh you guys I'm a are playing cop too, guys, well, you're, I'm guys, a cop. you're playing good cop, bad cop, bad cop, bad cop. <laughs> um, oh well. Can I get some
0: names please at least?
4: Hey, we're asking the questions here. Okay? What, what was Fung Bunga doing the last time you saw him? Working for my father and I. And what, what was the nature of this so called work?
0: He cleaned cabinets and would talk to customers. I mean, look, he wasn't exceptionally bright, but he was, he what was did good. He, what did he have
4: for lunch
2: on the day he went missing?
0: Uh, some figs.
2: Where did he get those from?
0: I don't know, he brought them in a, uh, in a cloth.
2: Were they. What level of ripeness were they? Did they, they look tasty? Pretty, uh,
0: they seemed pretty ripe to me, actually.
2: Mm, I wonder Not at
3: this time of year. <laughs> hey, um, are you just
0: hungry?
2: Quite. <laughs> Do you have anything I could snack on? <laughs>
3: Uh, he Did he go s- missing before or after he ate lunch? Well I, well, I left him to close
4: up the shop, I suppose. I Look, slam my fist on the desk and I say, listen.
3: I write down figs in my notebook.
4: <laughs> Look, it sounds like this guy seemed a bit dispensable to you. Seems like the kind of guy you might send on a mission. What have you done with him? Where would you send him? What kind of task? Guys, uh, I'm going to have to come clean. Yeah. 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 Come clean.
0: I'm not really sure where Fung Bunger is, but I'd really like it if you could find him. Because the day that he went missing, so did a very, very, very valuable item in our shop. And
3: Was it this I say and I knocked something else off the <laughs> shelf? This <laughs> <laughs> is a power play. <laughs> this is her style of detecting. I say, no, it wasn't yeah, that. Like, yeah. But
0: that's also broken now
3: <laughs> look
1: a very valuable crystal decanter now lies in pieces on the floor
0: that's a shame
3: had a spell in it didn't it dave
1: <laughs> just brandy just yes. very expensive impossible to <laughs> obtain anymore do you know
0: what he does though which i quite like um <laughs> absent he's like oh and he goes to like a bit of the shop and opens one of the glass cabinets that takes out an item that is for sale and then, like, kind of, it's like maybe a little, little disky thing that he holds in his hand, and it kind of glows a little bit. And he holds it over the shattered glass and the shattered decanter, mm. and they both reform. And he's like, "Would you please not do that again?" And then puts that thing. Oh,
2: Baston got to go in and knock that shit off the shelf straight away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Does he do that? Absolutely. <laughs> he goes, "I'll um, I'll clean I'll that up later. I'll that later." Um, I
4: just quietly, I'm gonna, because I'm um, uh, a magic. Thief or whatever I am, um, <laughs> I'm going to use my um, invisible magic uh, pickpocket hand to steal that disc uh, when he puts it back yeah. on. The okay, I'm yeah. um, sure. So he's talking to you
1: guys. So quickly, just make a, a sleight of hand check. It's got to be DC. Oh, uh, is it? A yeah, you're going to need to be DC 15 for that because it's obviously. Oh, I get 15. <laughs> okay. Six plus eight. All right. Oh. Yep. All right. You find you just before he can close it while he's distracted. Your sort of psychic hand. <laughs> what wait what was that
0: (laughs) that's not what six plus eighties at all
4: (laughs) (laughs) hey everyone i've been on the go recently phoenix kansas city chicago if you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home you have an airbnb
1: So a psychic hand slips into the cabinet, but at that moment he slams it shut with a click and you feel a psychic feedback pulse that makes you scream like a girl.
2: <laughs> oh, we got such a smart audience.
1: <laughs> Smarter than us, anyway. Good at adding.
2: Uh,
0: so um, he goes, look, again, uh, I, I, I hope he's okay, but to be honest, uh, look, just putting two and two together, I, I think he may have robbed us. And,
4: uh, but what did he steal?
3: I'm Did he steal this? Oh, my God. I, say I just grabbed the, the disc.
1: You just take it out of the thing?
0: Uh,
3: yeah. Okay. It's mine now.
1: Are you just robbing him?
0: hello,
3: yeah, yeah. No, it's a down payment on finding his missing employee. I'd really... Okay. That's how we do business.
0: I mean, look, not, not that it matters. If I don't get the stone back, we're all ruined anyway. A stone, you say?
3: A rune, you say?
0: Okay,
1: so first it- of all, Phil, you can add to your items, I guess, by being a bully... Um, yes. a magical rune stone. And Wait, is
3: that the, di- the fixing the disc? disc? That's
1: a bit. It's, yeah. Separate to the stone that he's... What's
3: the official name of it? it?
1: For, for you, it's a magical rune stone.
3: For everyone else?
1: It's if you showed it to a real wizard, okay. maybe you'd, you'd know more.
3: Ugh.
4: Guys, well. just a little bit behind the curtain, while Alex is writing notes, if I look across at her notes, a lot of them are drawings of birds.
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's one drawing of a bird and it was probably important. Okay. I've also written Hercule Moose.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the um gooch. Oh yeah, you don't miss- know my name. It's <laughs> it's gooch
0: thistlethwaite. No, well, missile missilethwaite. Gooch, gooch missilethwaite. Gooch, 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 gooch. gooch,
1: gooch, gooch. Yeah. gooch. gooch missilethwaite takes you um over to the sort of lockers, and he. Indicates to one of them that has a sort of a sigil that is a sort of M, an intricate M, and he knocks on it and it opens and he indicates to you. This is where we kept it. We. No, no. This is this is this is Mr. Thwaites' locker.
0: Oh yeah, right. This so, is also, gym gear. He's like, he's like, I don't know if this is helpful to you, but this was this was Melvin's locker. He just
3: disappeared.
0: He's, his stuff's all there if you want to have a look at it. Fun bang as
3: well. Nah, says Filch, and she slams it shut. <laughs>
2: I want to look in there and see if there's any yeah. stuff. Yeah, i could the an investigation, uh,
4: investigation check. Um, I'm investigating too. Okay.
3: I refuse. I'm
6: going to investigate because these guys are investigating. Are I think yeah. some of the investigation will rub off me. I think you should do it. Why, it. Why don't you do some investigation? And
0: one thing that we forgot to mention about um, Bucky Bingo, the most useless character on the planet, <laughs> is that he actually has one incredible skill, which he gets advantage on all his perception checks. Yeah, I've given you plus six
1: to perception. So despite being extremely annoying and a massive liability, he's actually quite good to have around <laughs> for the Dragon Friends. Cool, okay. And so, Bucky, actually, you... So, you go through and you've quickly done an inventory, and you can see work boots, uh, what looks like a diary, like a work journal, and also a small bag of figs. <laughs> figs and a diary. Uh, can, can Bucky read? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you can, but you have to adorably sort of spell out each word. Oh, okay, got it. All right, I'm going re- to check out that diary. All right, it's three hours later, and <laughs> Bucky um, has found the work journal of Melvin Fungbonger. Fun Fung 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 and um, it's just basically just a list of his day-to-day work. He seems like a very lonely person. Um, if you open up and you read an entry at random... Uh, the entry's like, um, More work today.
0: Um, Had a lovely uh, bre- breakfast with Dolores. Uh, then came to work. Gooch is being very kind to me Um, and while I don't want to jinx it uh, I think we might become firm friends
1: You flip forward to the last um, journal entry Wow, imagine having breakfast and a job (laughs) Is is this guy a king?
0: (laughs) The the last journal entry? Yep. Um, I can't wait to eat my figs (laughs) I can't wait to eat my
3: figs How can you tell it's a song? Because he's
1: drawing little musical notes around
0: Uh,
3: it
1: And then, in fact... um, Actually, one more perception check for me. Um, Oh, an 18. Okay, and you also notice that that is the last entry. It seems like there might have been something written on the next page, but it's been torn out. (gasps)
6: Guys, there's a missing page, a missing page.
1: Is the missing page
2: just in the locker? check.
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look for it. It's like, well, maybe well, he just... While, while you do that, um, I, uh, get no. a, I get a... No. I get a crayon and I do a rubbing on the page oh, behind it to see uh, yes. the imprint of any previous yes. writing.
1: Alright. Um, you going to do rubbing?
4: Yeah. I just said it. Okay.
1: Do you have a crayon? Yep.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Show me. I use... Well, when I say crayon, I mean I use a coloured candle. Uh, because that's a common item that Uh, I definitely have. Yeah, yeah, you do have candles. Uh All right, okay,
1: excellent. Um, Yeah, it's very hard to read, um, but you you can make out a couple of words in it um, here and there. You can see what seems to, what looks like a the symbol of the House of the Artifices which is a guild those guys. that you guys already know of in Waterdeep that seems to have been drawn on a margin you can see the words Gemstone and you can also see the word Gunderson as well is there anything else? that was for you Ben? no, <laughs> no, 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 no Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Do
4: you
0: hey know guys I'm really sorry to be a nagging Nancy but um, I really do need to open this shop up
4: one more thing before you go. Does the name Gunderson
0: mean anything to you? He kind of like, his back kind of stiffens and he's like, yes, obviously. Gunder, what is it? Gunder, Gunderson, Gunder,
1: Gunder Gu- and Son and Gunderson, Gunderson are our,
0: Gundar and Son and Gunderson, as you well know, are our rivals across town. So, what is this? Some kind of joke? Did they put you up to this? Because I'm very busy and I'm not in the mood.
4: No, that's just a clue that we found. Why are you getting so... Why why would you be... Why so emotional? No need to be rude. Hey, Gooch.
0: Chill out. I don't know if you understand the severity of the situation. The Artificers Guild asked us to appraise their gemstone them. We don't even own it. They asked us to just appraise it. My father's very good at that stuff. He was coming home. He's on a trip from Neverwinter. He's coming home soon. And we had it in our safe and now it's gone and now we're ruined. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm very hungry.
4: (laughs) I give him a fig.
0: (laughs) I'd love a fig too, guys. No.
4: It Fruit is bad for children. It
1: was nice to see someone else eat a fig, though, so that was good. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day. Yeah. You make your way um, out yeah. you have to leave now. And you where, you, where do you want to go to next?
3: Back home. Before, before, we, before <laughs> Nah, we, let's uh, go to Gundersons and Gundersons.
1: Before we go, can I just uh, tap tap yeah. a missile throat on
6: the shoulder and I'm like, you put up a good fight, buddy, but you just got interrogated by us.
3: The dragon
0: friends.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Parasol up. <laughs> And then I said, oh, God, it really didn't seem like you were part of the crew, though. Like, it seemed like you were kind of an adjacent...
1: Anyway, i got bigger things to worry about. <laughs> and as the store it, it, um, opens, the four of you leave, you make your way across town, and in fact it's only really across a square. It's very close, and you find yourselves in front of the dwarven trading emporium, Gunder and Son and Gunderson, which is now open and bustling, and there is a jovial-looking dwarf in a jeweler's smock apron who Lewis. is standing by the counter. Yep, I've... Didn't think about what he'd sound like. Didn't you? No, I forgot that he existed. OK, so well, so, you are going to have to do this one on the fly, Ben, yeah. because he's oh, here. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. no, 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 give it a go. Well, Le- lean into it. Goodness me.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> By our,
0: As I live and breathe, it's, it's the dragon friends. I've heard tell of your adventures.
4: <laughs> well, our adventuring days are behind us. Huh. We're,
6: We're detectives now. Who
0: are, who are you? I... Who said that? I hate it.
6: (laughs) It's me, Bucky Bingo, the prince of the streets. And he just
0: goes,
1: ugh.
3: (laughs) What could I do? I just put my hand over his whole face.
1: I think if you just push the parasol firmly and slowly, he'll fall
0: over. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah.
1: Um, And he says,
0: well, uh, uh, three wonderful adventures such as yourself. Can I interest you in my whales? Only the finest whales.
3: (laughs) I say... You got all dwarfs working here. You are all dwarf establishment.
0: <laughs> well, I think I'd have to check out books, but I think we have quite a few dwarfs working here. Ah, that's not true. We also had a werewolf once. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Good, I say. Questions finished. And then I turn to the others. I go, why, uh, Snugglepuss, what's his name, Snuggle. Snag, Fangbanger. Fangbanger. Why, Fangbanger, is dwarf not working at Gunderson's?
4: Hmm. Are yeah, you familiar with uh, Mr. Uh, Fungbanger? Well, I should think
0: not. Oh, no, wait, wasn't he the chap that the Misselthwaite's were hiring? Lovely little man. Well, as I say, man, <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: not little, it's relative. <laughs> Can anyone understand what Ben's saying? Because I can't.
1: <laughs> I'm catching about one word in three. Well, one in three are words. <laughs> yeah, do I remember? He's Misselthwaite's boy.
3: Why? we are dealers, and I do a really big wink at everyone else, but of course it's just a blink because she doesn't know how to wink. Uh, And she's like, we, dealers, looking to buy magical stone.
0: Well, I've got plenty of magical stones. This one here will make your hair grow very long. (laughs) Fuck. What about that one? (laughs) And and This one? Yeah. This one gives you the power of, of... What about (laughs) these other
3: ten, I say, (laughs) pointing to the wall?
1: Yeah, there are ten stones on that desk, (laughs) each of them with a different magical power. This one
0: here?
3: Wait, wait, wait. The second one, the power of piss? I thought I
0: got away with that. (laughs) This one is a ruby that turns you invisible. This one right here, this will make you into a bat. This one will, if you are a bat, it will make you not a bat again. <laughs> I suggest buying both. <laughs> this one here, ah, this is a true favorite of mine. This one is shoes. It, if you, If you tap it, it turns into shoes. <laughs> Why not just buy shoes? That's their slogan. (laughs) This one is really nice looking and smells of lilac. This, how
3: many? That's uh, six. Eight, all right. Three more. This
0: one here, this this one here is so shiny and wonderful. It'll make your teeth bigger. (laughs) It's so unpleasant. Three this more. this one's for being fast, this one's for being slow, and Love this one makes you come.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Don't clap that. <laughs> Filge Phil, hands over he, some no, money. He very,
1: very quickly then locks up the cabinet and triple locks it Aww. so that Filge can't steal them from him.
3: What if I want to buy one?
1: <laughs> which one would you buy?
3: The per second one. The which one? The, the second power of piss. One. The
0: power of piss? <laughs> All right, you Do you know what? Because he's a fan, he gives her the, the one that has the power of piss.
1: Okay. So that's a second... Don't get them confused, Alex. <laughs> that you have two identical-looking <laughs> magical rune stones.
3: Can I get any more information about... Like, is it, is it in you the book? The you Power s- of Piss rune stone? You,
1: you activate rune stones. These are a certain type of dwarvish magic. And you activate them by squeezing them really tightly in your hand.
3: Oh, that wouldn't be a problem. Okay. Um, and then uh, he says, look,
0: I'm, I always love to meet people. But um, I've got a very busy day. So unless you have a question, I... One more thing. I am a little bit peckish. (laughs) (laughs) Where
2: would you, short, small people, I'm not sure about the correct term, but where would one go for a drink, say, after work, say, if someone had gone missing for three days, where would they go?
0: we tend to go to Moira's Tavern, I suppose. Moira's Tavern? Moira's Tavern! Moira's Tavern.
3: Then he turns into a bat. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. then he turns into a bat and flaps away and
4: then he turns back into a person.
3: (laughs) With shoes on. (laughs) (laughs) And then he comes. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't use the stone, he just really likes (laughs) wearing shoes. Gunderson...
1: Gunderson, um... Gunderson chooses this moment. <laughs> Shut up a second, Dave. Let us keep laughing at that. <laughs> Gunderson chooses this moment for some reason um, to ask you why you're asking all these questions.
0: Yeah, so he's like, he's just a couple of feet from me. That's all, that's all just happened. And then he's like, actually, it occurs to me. Actually, <laughs> it occurs to me. Why do you want to know anyway,
6: guys? I'll field this one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's a missing there, the Fung Bunger, We're looking for him. That's what we're doing. It's We've
0: been hiding. Missing? High- yeah.
4: Oh, well, that's no good. Anything else? Why? What do you care about Fung bonger? Well, I don't really care
0: about Fung bonger. Professional curiosity. I mean, the Missileswites are in. Uh, well, shall we say, a bit of trouble. Word on the grapevine. Financially, losing a staff member like that might be a problem.
4: are you a competitor of theirs? Well, surely yes. this would go to your
0: advantage. Uh, well, of course, as you see, I'm doing very well. I don't really care. Competition's good
3: for business. Turns ah. into a bat again. Say, and flies around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, little bit Getting down again.
3: Yeah. I say, you're a lonely man. Uh, Mr. Gunderson?
0: No, I'm not particularly lonely. I live with my.
3: What if me can promise you date with one of the hottest dwarves in what? Uh, what? what uh, no, no, no. The, where they? Where's what the? what? Anorak way. I'm pretty happily married,
0: <laughs> but uh, so no. That's a, that's, a, that's a big old no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what if your wife was how we say dead? <laughs> what? What if me promise you this? You give us information, and if you are ever widowed, me set you up on a date with a hot dwarf. I... <laughs> get out!
1: Get out of my store! And he Aww. kicks you out, slams the door, triple bars them. Yeah, you're, you've been banned for life, but from Gunderson Aww. and Gunderson. We
3: really wanted to buy more rune stones. <laughs> Um, okay, so you're, you're
1: seemingly stuck on the cobblestones with no where to go. The dragon friends are in trouble. The trail seems to have gone cold, and they're. What about Moira's tavern? Yeah. Oh, you, so you have you have somewhere to go?
2: Yeah, well, yeah. we right. ask the we're dude. not idiots.
1: We're <laughs> much.
2: Okay, <laughs> son has been doing some good detecting.
1: All right, so you ha- you're going to head up to Morris Tavern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, you as you head towards Morris Tavern, all of you quickly make a perception check. Ooh. Four. Yep. Fourteen. Twelve.
3: Oh, crack! One sec. Twelve.
1: <clears throat> Four. All right. So, um, whistling to yourself, Bobby, you are the one that is most caught out. But suddenly there is a shift of energies and a. Parasol bobs up once or twice, <laughs> and then a complicated sort of ranger hand signal emanates from Bucky Bingo that you don't recognize.
3: Ooh. What does he, it look like?
1: Bucky Bingo's doing a hand
2: signal.
3: L- a hey. little something like that. Keep yeah. that
2: parasol over my head. I will not be burnt.
6: <laughs> my muscles are so weak. We're being followed, guys. Guys.
4: Oh. Oh. Guys, what's the protocol for this? Hide. Okay.
3: So we all hide under the parasol except Bucky who we make go as look You are
1: enormous. Hmm?
3: <laughs> it's 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 substantial. It's a
1: human sized parasol.
3: Yeah. We all hide underneath it and, and Bucky sits on top.
2: A, and a parasol is normally smaller than an umbrella, so it's like a small Anyway, you umbrella. get
1: spotted.
3: <laughs> oh, worth a shot. Well, who is
4: it? Who who's following us?
1: Well, actually, you're so you're standing in an alleyway. I guess the four of you hugging each other underneath a parasol next to a street urchin, and <laughs> three figures seem to sort of fall out of the shadows, and they look like no nonsense sort of ruffians. Um, three three of them. Supposed right. to
3: those nonsense ruffians?
1: Yeah, they're like those ones, <laughs> but not these ones. Uh, these
0: guys are like, well, 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 what do we got here? Looks like uh, we got uh, some... Uh, got an, I, I'm just taking stock with a half-orc. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: well, I'm sorry to answer my own question, but a uh, half-orc, a halfling, a human, and a little boy. So that's that answered.
3: Yep, and we'll be on our way. <laughs> I'm a
5: see?
1: <skat>. man. <laughs> <laughs> ba ba da ba This isn't Baston, of course, this is Eden, who sometimes helps us out with the secondary I'm character. I'm also um... a ruffian who's about to rough you up yeah. real
0: rough-like. And then the other one's like, well, I suppose I could be called a ruffian, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm more of a scanny wag. It's funny, isn't it? company one keeps. Anywho, and he uh, takes out a flick knife.
1: In fact, all of them take our knives. Yes,
0: we've all got knives. We've we've all got knives. knives. Fun story, we all went to this charming little knife shop.
1: (laughs) 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 Uh, Um, Waterdeep is, of course, a town where crime is no stranger to its citizenry, but in a world where even in the Outdoors in Uptown in the middle of the day when crime can go unanswered. We know that dark times are ahead and indeed it seems now that you are being mugged still far away from the answers to the questions you seek with a sister in dire need of your help and a man who even now, well I say a man, possibly a dwarf, could be dead somewhere, un- um, his, his death unanswered for, it is only... Up to the three of you. Where am I going with this? Help me out here, man. (laughs) It is up to the three uh, of you and Bucky
0: to unravel this mystery once and for all, which we will do when we return for the second half of The Dragon Friends. (laughs) Awesome.
1: Sometimes, sometimes they just get away from it. This special episode of Dragon Friends was recorded live in Melbourne at the Bella Union Bar in Trades Hall and featured the voices of Simon Griner, Ben Jenkins, Eden Lacey, Alex Lee, and our very special guest,
6: Nick Mason, as Bucky. Our Dungeon Master, as always, was David Harmon, music and editing by me, Benny Davis, and our website is designed by Shakira Khan.